What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? And thank you for joining me on this episode of the Canoe Creative Spotlight, where we bring amazing creatives from all over the world straight to you. As always, I'm your boy, Chris. Make sure you subscribe to our channel, hit that bell so you never miss any future episodes. And if you're listening on SoundCloud, make sure you follow that page. You can also follow us on Instagram and Twitter at creators near you for all the great things we got coming your way. You do not want to miss it. Today, we are talking to Quaz Frazier a producer, writer, and director with credits spanning in both mainstream film and television. His new project, Junie, is an indie film about a female boxer from the Bronx and is currently in production. We can't wait to dive deep into that and all things about this young filmmaker. So let's get to it. Boss, thank you for coming today. Thank you for having me, Christian. Of course. Appreciate you. Of course, man. Absolutely. I'm so excited to talk to you. There's so many things that we could dive into that my audience really wants to know about, especially in the world of directing. But today we want to make sure we give your time to shine. So the first thing we do is make sure that you have the audience to talk about yourself. So please let the people know who you are, where you're from and what you do. Uh, well, Quaz Frazier, a native New Yorker, director, editor, uh dp uh, i kind of do it all being the fact that um i work in an independent space so um i have to kind of do it all so that that's me in a nutshell sure jack of all trades i feel that i do i do it all myself too bro yeah absolutely so um definitely want to talk about juni i got to see a little bit of the post that you guys have started a little bit of the marketing you're doing on instagram looks really cool um i just want to know a little bit about the project how it got started and as a director what type of things are you trying to do to elevate the genre of boxing films okay yeah that's a good question um well basically juni is about obviously it's well not obviously it's about a young girl from the Bronx that is going through domestic violence, that has a domestic violence situation at home, and then she discovers boxing. So she's not actually a boxer mm. initially. She become, you know, she she gets into it because, you know, um, due to her unfortunate circumstances. Mm. Um, the way the film was brought to me was it was kind of ironic because I've worked with this young lady before. Her name is Kim Marin. Mm -hmm. um, and she's another up and coming film maker. She's really dope. Um, and she came to me with this script, basically came to me with Junie, the idea. And I was like, okay, but it wasn't formatted correctly. Mm. And, you know, being a director, I like to see things done the, the right way. Um, sure. Because once we get to, once we get to on set, you know, everybody is on one page when it's all done in that uniform way. Everybody understands that language. So um, I had to go back, yo, you know, you need to do this, you need to do that. She came back, things still wasn't right. Go back, you know, we was going back and forth. And then I, and then I just said, yo, matter of fact, let me let me help you write this. Let, let's, let's get it together. Let me help you write this. And that's what happened. Um, we locked in together and it took us probably about three months to get a three because she already had wrote probably 60 pages and then 60 70 pages um and then um i had to come we had to get together revise it and um yeah it took us about three months to get it together and then we just went into production and it's been it's been a great thing. I love it. Well, nice. How long has it been going? How long have you guys been in production so far? Um, it's a 20, it's, we're shooting a full feature and it's mm -hmm. taken us 21 days. We've mm -hmm. been shooting for about seven days so far. 
So, you know, um, being a fact that, like I said, it's an independent production, we have to dance around schedules. Right, of course. You know, so, you know, we've been dancing around schedules and being a fact that, you know, we're going through this trivial time of this pandemic thing, Mm -hmm. um, it's been setting us back a lot. So, you know, um, between that and dancing around the schedules, you know, you know, we get into it. It's getting done. Don't get it twisted. We're gonna finish this. It's just, you know, you, um, you know how it goes. Of you course, know. man. Yeah. Every creative venture, bro, has its its bumps in the roads, its things mm-hmm. that kind of derail certain things. Um, but that just makes the end result even that much more satisfying. You know what I mean? Because you end up really yeah. persevering through those things. Um, and you know, in music, like I do music, you know, we I can relate to that 100%. Having projects that have lived on a computer for like two years and you know, just end up finishing, you know, yeah. So yeah. I know, I know yeah, what that's I know like. How I, feel. <laughs> I know what that's like. For for sure. real, I got a project right now that's been living on my hard drive for two years that I need to get out there, and um, it's just, it's just you know, being a creative. You might even have a completed project that's ready to go, but sometimes it's just about the timing of mm-hmm. releasing it. Hundred percent. You can't, you, you know, you only could be new one time, mm-hmm. so you got to make that new good. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? Absolutely. So, yeah, yeah. So yeah, so. man, making that first impression, you know, and mm-hmm. you know, the, the world, especially now, era of social media and all these different ways that people can critique your work, who don't even have a real premise of background of what you do it's so many ways that people can dissect it and pull it apart so you really want to deliver the best quality work that you can you know so i feel yeah because the audience could be vicious they have they could be vicious and they don't care what you went through to do it they just care about the end result absolutely everything that you're going through just suck it up as a creator just suck it up and just just keep going because and make sure you get the best product work Sure. Words to go by. Absolutely. Um, you know, um, one thing I really want to talk about, because I know you're filming this in New York, specifically like in the Bronx and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and you mentioned like, you know, the type of obstacles that you're facing with COVID. And obviously we're living in those COVID times. It affects people differently. What are some of the obstacles that you have been facing as a, a small production trying to film in these type of times? Um, really, really, it's just the timing of of schedules and then just the COVID testing because we want to keep everyone safe on set so we like to do COVID tests if you if you even just sniffle a little bit like you you (laughs) need to go take (laughs) you need to go take a test Uh so it's it's that type of vibe so it's just between that um dealing with COVID uh you know um like renting out spots like leasing spots to like locations yeah. um that gets kind of tricky because you know you might deal with a a, a a owner that will say i only want three people in here or five mm-hmm. people in here and we have right. a crew like we were doing a scene we have 10 people with us like you know um you know so you you gotta balance that out and you gotta understand and respect it because i wouldn't you know i want a certain amount of people in my house only too so it's like you know yeah got to deal with it yeah i mean that's um i'm sure that's some of the obstacles that you go through as kind of like an indie producer and, and you know directors kind of just having those type of limitations and trying to work around it um but i'm sure like in its own way that kind of makes the overall experience you know more challenging but also probably more interesting in its own ways where you kind of could find a figure out ways to accomplish the end product you know yeah because it kind of you know you got to embrace the journey 
Yeah. You got to embrace the journey, but don't forget about the reward. You got to get to the reward, but you got to enjoy that journey and it because it, it's building character. It's mm -hmm. building that tough skin that you got to have inside this industry. Yeah. So, you know, without it, if everything is handed to you, you won't know what it is to to be, you know, if you you just come in the game and you're already on a million dollar set and you have everything handed to you. You won't know what it is to feel like when it when it's just you and your boy and, and your boy or a couple of actors or something. They have an idea and they want to put something together and it's kind of dope. And you, you won't you won't be able to know how to do that if you don't go through the journey and embrace it and understand that it is building your character. So yeah, don't don't be don't be scared of it. That's 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 the thing. Yeah. Yeah, man. I mean, those those like I said, those bumps in the roads, they they definitely form the type of person you are. It's those those stories of perseverance that kind of just make you. You know what I mean? And right. really show, are you really about that life? You know what I mean? Do you really want it? Are you hungry enough to face those obstacles and overcome mm -hmm. them? So I'm I'm with you 100. percent Because hard work always beat talent. Yeah, absolutely, bro. Absolutely. So, you know, um, diverging a little bit from just in the, you know, uh, Junie itself, I want to know just a little bit more about you, about your personal journey. Um, how did you get started as a filmmaker? How did you like learn that this is something you wanted to do? Uh, were there like directors that influenced you when you were younger and, you know, impacted you in that type of way? Okay. Um, basically, I started probably about 11 years ago. Um, I was at first I was a producer. I was making music. I initially I was rapping. I was mm. a rapper. Mm -hmm. uh, then I rap. Uh, I felt like yo, I was getting a little too old to be jumping around rapping and stuff of that nature. So I transitioned more into the production side. Sure. Um, met a lot of dope producers, and it almost killed my confidence on producing because I met so many talented people. Like right. they, people was playing keys, and and I was mainly a studio producer. I was just. Uh, Fruity Loops producer, mm -hmm. just uh, just well, well, now it's called FL Studio. When I was yeah. producing, it was called Fruity Loops, you know yeah, what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. That's how I'm with you. Oh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> so um, I was just pressing buttons and yeah. making nice joints, but um, I was working with an artist, you know, a, a friend of mine, um, and we needed videos, you know, and we called around to different, different people, and they was telling us some astronomical prices and I decided I was like yo if I'm going to pay I, he was my artist so it was like I felt like I he wasn't my artist we was working together mm -hmm. I felt like I just but I felt a responsibility to have to get this video done for him right so I went out and bought a camera mm -hmm. I bought a T2I and ever since then it's just I, I shot his video and then after I shot his video people really liked the video they really was like jacking it and i was like oh, okay and then all of a sudden somebody came and was like yo i'll, I'll pay you to do a video i was like right. you'll pay you'll pay me that is oh okay yeah. <laughs> there it is it is and and it was from there i never looked back gotcha yeah, man. I mean, um, that kind of that's very um, similar to a lot of people's stories, including mine. I, I started as a high school rock band, you know, in high school mm. playing rock and roll and stuff like that for band pieces in Jersey. And um, and then we ended up going to uh, a recording studio that they built in my school that later got defunded and taken down. But it got my first introduction into like actual recording, you know, seeing Pro Tools, seeing, you know, mixing board right. and patch bays and everything like that. And I was just like 
you know, I remember having such a limited time in the studio and being like, okay, well, you guys got to do the most you can in this two hours because that's all you're getting for free. And I was just like, man, like, I feel like if I had my own resources to do this, you know, if I learned how to do this, then we could record as much as we want. So I went to school, went to Bloomfield College uh, in Jersey and went in as an independent and um, with no real major, but found out that my school had a really dope music production uh, course. So I ended up leaning right into that in the cat department. And it was really dope because it was a mixture of like filmmakers and graphic designers and musicians. So we all kind of worked together and mm -hmm. it kind of influenced what Canoe is today, the what I'm creating now. Um, but it's just funny how like one type of ambition can kind of just put you in the room with other type of opportunities and kind of put you in a whole nother life trajectory. You know, it's, it's exactly how that goes. Yeah, because when I first started doing, you know, music videos, I was honestly, I just wanted to, to like do effects and things of that nature, all of the cool stuff. Like I didn't, I didn't think about treatments or nothing. Like you came to me with a song, I just was just like, okay, this is this is what I'm going to do because I already had it pre pre made in my head that yo, I want to do this for my next video. You know what I mean? I didn't even care about what your song was about. Like yeah. it was just, you, you know. But <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. But as I as I went moved on into the field, like I learned like just the whole film thing. It was just. It just was so gravitating. Like, I just, I don't know. I, I, I used to go to art and design, so I was always into drawing. So it was just right. like, I felt like, I felt like I was painting pictures again. Right. You know what I mean? It, yeah. it brought me back there. And once I was there and I was able to put actors and they was giving off emotions and I started seeing a whole acting and we, we we did it we shot a short film i was i was like hold up this is deeper than rap this yeah. is deeper than the music hold mm -hmm. on mm -hmm. and i stepped over here with the short films and it was it just took off and then i started doing films i did a couple of films with uh some people from nigeria um and i did my own film um that's up on amazon now called the right path um we, I just kept going on with it. And it's just funny how I went from being a rapper, wanting to be in front of the camera to now I'm behind the camera and right. I'm, I love it there. I'm, I'm way more comfortable there. Absolutely. Know? Yeah, man, I, I think that's a, it's an awesome story. And, um, and I think that it just shows that, as I said, your perseverance, you know, doors were kind of closing in front of you or you felt they were closing in front of you. And, and rather than just saying, you know what, I'm just going to go with, you know, dropping all of this, you found a whole nother way to, you know, explore your creative outlets and you were able to kind of do something else, you know? Because mm -hmm, I felt like, honestly, I felt like the music industry was was like sucking me dry. Mm -hmm. Like I was, I was spending a lot of money going to the studio, rapping, doing all of this. And I bought my own equipment and it just felt like it was just getting me. And then once I had discovered, I had to provide a service to the industry, right. you know, instead of like really trying to make people buy my music and stuff of that nature, I was like more like, let me provide a service to this industry and then video right you know, music videos was a service for the industry to help propel the industry forward. So I was like, 
that's the reason why people started connecting with me more than me just, you know, pushing my talent, what I feel that the industry needs. I felt like they needed a new rapper. No, they didn't need a new rapper. They needed um, somebody that could help get people to the next level. Well, Absolutely. Man, I mean, bro, we, we speak the exact same language. It's, it's exactly <laughs> it's exactly what I do. You know, I mean, I, right. I have been a musician and producer. I still play music and record and stuff. But eventually, about, you know, five years ago, I realized that, you know, I'm getting older. I have a daughter now. I'm trying to, you know, get a house and all these things. And I'm like, you know, I don't want to stop doing music, but I don't. I want to also find a way that I could lend my experiences to create something that helps more than just myself and my immediate right. Life. So and that's I, when you started seeing success, right? Exactly. And and it's exactly. and exactly the whole thing. I looked back at my story and I was just like, you know, I realized that the times I was in college, um, you know, and having those type of resources around me of having a pool of people whenever I was working on an album, I could go to a graphic designer. If I wanted to make a film or a music video, I can go to that department. I was like, if we have like Yelp and we have Uber and all these other geolocational things, why can't there be a platform that allows me to help connect to people that could be within a block radius from me and be able to connect with those people that are doing it and i don't even know that they're there so it's kind of bringing my entire story full circle and creating this platform which is canoe that makes sense it makes a lot of sense is we need this in the in in, in the community yeah. because it's not there's nothing else nobody really doing this you know yeah. <laughs> so yeah um, i mean and if you think about it there's so many different things right now that are um ways that people build themselves you know i mean you even said it back in the day you were buying your own equipment buying your own stuff you bought your own camera those type of things is the norm now people just say you know what i'm not gonna dish out you know 120 bucks an hour i'm just gonna buy myself a little interface and download you know uh, a, a recording daw and just record myself you know wow. so I mean, I built this here and I know at least 20 other people that have something like that. So it's just putting them all on a map and then saying, hey, promote what you do, see who's around you and build your network, you know? Yep, yep, yep. That's that's the best way to uh, go about things nowadays. Uh, you definitely have to stay tight with your network um, because that is your lifeline. Mm -hmm. Without that you're not really going to be able to complete the projects that you may want to do that may be a little bit bigger than your own self because we have to be interdependent more than like we're we're independent mm -hmm. like you know yeah we're independent but we're interdependent meaning that we could work we could do things by ourselves but if we work together we could do something that's bigger than both of us exactly and with that mindset with that mindset like you have to you have to keep that mindset in this industry um to grow for sure. yeah for sure there's so much you learn from each other everybody brings their own story their own perspectives their own networks you know and then you make this huge web of, of connections and you always have the resources around you that you may need um you know so i I'm, I'm definitely with you bro I'm, I'm really glad that you know that you're that you found that avenue for yourself and that you found a real niche for yourself that you've just continued to evolve and explore um 
So um, just as far as filmmaking perspective, you know, you're my first director I've ever been able to, you know, interview. What is it like for a modern day director in the sense of just the creative process? Um, do you typically go start from storyboarding and then you go from there, you said, um, or do you kind of have a more freelance approach where you kind of just on the day try to try different things like, you know, on the fly? Okay, so with directing, um, you have to really, uh, it, it goes by a project-based situation. It depends on what project you're working on, on how you're going to attack it. Um, if you're doing something scripted, you want to make sure that the script is uh, shootable because people uh, present you with a script that it, it may be cool to, cool to them, but it's not shootable. Mm. Um, and people don't understand the difference between um, what's a written script, what's a regular, just a write, written script, and what's really a shootable script. So you go through things like that. And then um, as for preparation, um, you want to make sure that it depends on what side of the fence you are. If, you, if you're on a production side, you wanna make sure that you um, hire the right people that's gonna be with you on said project or whatever the case may be um, before you even get there. Um, you wanna make sure that this budget is in line, you know, I, because the reason why I'm talking like this, um, not just from a director's point of view, is because I do a lot of production also. I, I do a lot of pre-production also. I'm a, I'm, I'm a, I'm a producer on this actual on Junie. You know, I had to, I had to, you know, get the story together, uh, get the crew together, things of that nature. So, all of that is production. That's not directing. That has nothing to do with directing. For you sure. know, so um, when they, I have to, you know, switch the hats. And then when I'm switching the hats and putting on directing situation, um, it's about those rehearsals, connecting with uh, actors and actresses. Um, have um just just getting into the groove of things you know um it's just a lot it's a lot i'm sure it is i'm sure it is man i mean the, the more hats you wear bro i mean the i i always find it uh a respect for anybody that kind of has the ability to do more than one thing you know and do it well you know what i mean have a right. specialty and and you know i think in directing it's much more about like just the, the process in the day, you know, of managing your scenes and understanding what you want to create, the type of vision you're creating on that day. But as a producer, you're involved with so much of the back end of it. You know what I mean? Like you said, yeah. the organization of the people, making sure everything mm -hmm. is where it needs to be on that day. So, um, you know, kudos to you, bro. I mean, that's that, that can't be an easy job, but I'm sure it's a fulfilling one. Fulfilling because it doesn't, a lot of times they don't feel like a job. I'm gonna be honest. That's a good it thing. Feels like, it just feels like I'm just doing what I want to do. Mm -hmm. Like literally, I That's do what I want to do. I, I love doing this. I love directing. Um, I wouldn't do anything else. Like I, yeah. I couldn't. I don't see myself really doing much else. Doing That's beautiful, else. bro. That's beautiful. I mean, it's great. I mean, when you find your calling and you really, you know, you really love it, and it, when you get to that point where it doesn't feel like work anymore, that's when you really know that it's it's the thing you're meant to do. You know what I mean? No matter how much work it is, it doesn't feel like work, you know, which is which is awesome. And when you work with great people, it's just a great thing, man. You get to meet so many new faces. Um, you meet a lot of good people in here. 
For sure. A lot of good people. Well, I mean, um, that's a great segue into the next thing I wanted to ask you was just about your team and the people that you have met along the way, people that you rely on and people that you love to work with. Do you have anybody that you want to just shout out? Anyone that you really deserve? Oh, man, I have... I have a good family, like a real good film family. It's, I wouldn't even call them my film family. Like they were like my real family. Like, you know, um, I, I write a lot of things with my buddy, um, AJ Franklin, um, as I'm working with Kim Marin. She's, I've been working with her for a couple of years. Um, I have my, my partner, Anthony Stevens. Um, he's another producer. We could get into what we're doing with that later. Um, yeah, um, my whole team, Black Shark, um, my DP, Yanni, <laughs> um, my, one of my real good friends, sister, Jacquees, like, you know, um, these are all producers. They all really, um, make, they all, like, that's my lifeline right there. Those, those people are my lifeline, like, they really there. Absolutely, bro. I mean, a, a good team is, is hard to come by, bro. So if you have people that have rolled with you for a long time and mm -hmm. uh, people that you know, you know, their work speaks for itself, that, that's awesome. Mm -hmm. yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, man. Um, so as far as just uh, with Junie and other projects you're doing, you said you have other projects with your friend. Um, you know, what is the intention for Junie and any projects that you have coming up? Is it for film festivals or is it for submission to streaming services? Like what type of things are you trying to get into? Um right now uh for juni we're gonna we're gonna be shopping that around but for me right now um i'm about to start me i have it i'm working with a team and we've developed a video streaming platform um and it's called primus um and what it is what primus what what sets us uh, sets us apart from other other video streaming platforms is that we're actually rewarding our sub subscribers for watching mm, okay um and that's via cryptocurrency we have our own token to which you'll be able to earn while you're watching wow. we're gonna have other you know and we're not talking about you're watching um Joe Blow film. We, we we have real films on our platform. Like yeah, it's not yeah. like an independent platform. It's really like uh like we're we're trying to be there with the big dogs. Um um we're just starting out. We we it's not even up yet, but we already have some of our catalog already. So I'm I'm really excited about that. Like we already have a lot of our catalog and you know, I'm just I just can't wait for it to come out for the people to really see this so that they can engage with you're actually able to engage with the fans like the content creator is really able to engage with the fans more personally being that's, in this West crazy. Yeah. yeah wow what a, the future man you know what I mean yeah, like future, it's, man. It's future bro <laughs> like it's it, who would have thought you know what I mean that there was all these different ways that there's so many different means of delivery of content you know what I mean? I I was just um the other day looking on um different ways to boost posts and you know become you know more streamable and all these different things. And they were really diving into the world of, of reels and kind of emphasizing that, you know, the the modern day consumption of content is so fast that you have to retain the attention. You have to deliver something that delivers quickly but gets to the point. So, you know, that is that has been a challenge of mine, but I just find it so interesting that 
people like you, teams around the world are trying to find all these different ways to incorporate modern day tech and, and currency and crypto and, you know, and all these other things to create platforms and, and streaming places where you have more engagement with the actual audience. That's amazing. Yeah, yeah, because everything you do, it got to be future forward thinking. Um, you like, have to, you, you, you definitely, you can't stay with the same old, same old. And um, you see how Blockbuster thought they thought everything was sweet. Mm-hmm. Toys R Us thought everything was sweet. Um, mm-hmm. And you see Netflix came in, Amazon came in. Um, you gotta go with the time. You gotta evolve and listen to the like, like listen to the culture. Like listen, feel it, be there with it, and you you'll know what it needs. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. For real. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I wish we had a, I wish we had like a little fortune teller, a little globe, man. I could just like, <laughs> Robin, see what's the next big thing? You know, let, let me right, get up on right, that. Right. You know, right. but it, it don't work like that. But it is it don't, important. It don't. It's it important don't, to just listen, observe. Though. Exactly. Yeah. You yeah. gotta watch it. You gotta watch it. Like you know, things is moving forward fast. Uh, Man. Uh, cryptocurrency is a big thing right now. You know, not even right now. It's gonna be a big thing moving forward. Because people don't really want to, people don't really want to transact, like really have contact like that. So mm-hmm. this is kind of minimizing contact to where I don't have to give you a dollar physically. I could send yeah. you a dollar. Exactly. You understand? So, yeah. you know, that's the reason why I know it's going to be, it's going to come full circle. It's going to be our reality. So I'm just, I'm just excited about it, though. I'm, excited I'm just really, ex- I'm really excited. That's awesome, <laughs> or, man. I mean, it, it's just great, bro. It's great to just see, you know, new, new young people and, and anybody that's just trying to push the envelope, try to create something new, something interesting, you know, and involved with the times, like you said, you know, it's, it's, it's awesome. Um, so as far as just, uh, you know, the creation, the team that you work with, I did notice that, you know, on some of your posts for Juni, you know, you emphasize uh, the all black cast, all black team and everything like that. And in the modern day, day that we live in, um, you know, what is it like to, to, you know, what is the importance to you, the significance of having that, of having that platform and be able to elevate these stories with teams like that? Um, it's very important. Sure. It's definitely very important. But diversity is also very important also. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Um, but having our people on that screen and behind this behind the camera, that's 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 crucial because um I'm gonna be honest, when I was younger, I didn't have access to any cameras, any movie cameras. I didn't have access to none of this stuff. I didn't know I didn't even know that we could do this. So my life was in a different direction. I was into other stuff, you know what I mean? Um, But after discovering this and after discovering like we have these options and we could help our people and put people in positions like, it's like, why not now? Now is the time. It's a, it's what Drake said. It's a beautiful time to be alive. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, this is, this is the time to be alive, especially being a black person right now yeah. being a black black being black is beautiful so yeah. it's like right now it, it's the time for us to step up and definitely help one another and push one another for real like seriously Absolutely, man well man bro you you definitely paving the way you your team your squad everybody that you're working with 
um, is definitely trying to do that and, and pave the way for people. You know, years down the line, there's going to be filmmakers and of all different creeds and backgrounds and ethnicities. And, you know, there will be no limitations on who thinks they can do what. And I think that's a beautiful future that we're creating for them, you know? Mm -hmm. um, you know, as you said, like the opportunities for you weren't there, you know, and you're creating mm -hmm. those opportunities or at least shining a light that those opportunities exist for the generation. Exactly. Exactly. Because you know? we didn't notice when we was younger. We didn't like financial literacy, things mm -hmm. of that nature. We wasn't we wasn't really privy to. That's the reason why this platform that we're coming up with Primus is so big, because we're it, even if you just watch movies, if that's all you do. If all you do is watch movies you're going to be able to enter the world of cryptocurrency because mm -hmm. we're giving you that wallet. We're giving you that access to right. that. And even if you don't do nothing with it, you know, you, you, you gaining a knowledge of it. You yes. starting to know how it works. And exactly. that when we was younger, we didn't have that. We didn't know how money worked. We just went to the store for our moms and things mm -hmm. of that nature. Like we just, came back with the change and <laughs> you know, that was it you know mm -hmm. what i mean we didn't know how that worked so right now you know dealing with you know what i'm dealing with now um i feel like you know we're going to be helping our people with that for real for sure man yeah definitely bro so one last thing i want to talk to you about and i just want to get your input on do you have any words of advice for any aspiring young filmmakers um, who are taking their first steps on this journey anything that you think they can do to position themselves for success um any inspiring words i the first word the first thing i gotta say is just keep going mm -hmm. um keep pushing um believe in yourself if, if if you don't believe in yourself no one else is gonna believe in you um and the thing is though make sure you get your business right mm -hmm. get your bit learn the business mm -hmm. learn how to price things learn how to work with contracts you know don't be afraid of contracts mm -hmm. you know it, it'll save you a headache in the long run yeah um just just learn the business because it's if you're in the music business it's music business business is always longer than the music you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. business sure. is the word business is longer than the word music so mm -hmm. it's just like just just show business business is business is longer than the show you understand mm -hmm. so like get the business right that that's that's what i wish i would have learned from the beginning Absolutely. get my business right for real sure Absolutely, man. Words from the wise, man. I appreciate you, brother. Thank you so much for coming in today and sharing Thank your you. knowledge and your story with our with our people. Make sure you follow Quaz and all the great things that he's doing in the links you provided down below. Make sure that you look out for Junie. That is going to be awesome. We cannot wait to see that out and see this amazing film on this big screen. I can't wait for you, brother. Thank you so much again. As Thank always, you, I'm your boy, Chris. Make sure you follow us again at Creators Near You. Make sure you subscribe to this channel. Leave us a like and a comment. Make sure you hit that bell and follow our SoundCloud if you're listening. As always, make sure you connect, collab, and create.